Okay, first off, I just need to say that my heart is racing right now. I am kind of nervous, even though you guys, like, can't actually hear me live. Like, this is going to be edited and listened back to, but um, I'm just, like, really excited and a little nervous. Welcome to my very first episode of Girly Popcast, where we are making the yost of it, okay? We are full of all the puns. I honestly was like, <laughs> I was like, is this too cheesy? Like, uh, girly Popcast is perfect. Like, just that is amazing. But putting the whole tagline is like making the yost of it. Like, I feel like that's just like a pun that somebody probably came up with when I went to high school. Like, or middle school, it was always like yosty toasty or like the yostest with the mostest, just like the cheesiest shit ever. But you know what? We're going with it because I love the meaning behind it where we are just here to make the most of it. And um, yeah, I'm really, really excited that we're making this happen. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Monday. I really just want to set the stage of what this podcast is going to be about. And I really want to introduce myself to just so you can get to know me and your host for this podcast. If you're not super familiar with me, my name is Ali Yost. I am the host of Girly Podcast, and I think I want to start this out being something kind of more solo, where the first few episodes is just me and you guys, but I am so open and so looking forward to being able to have some guests on the podcast, whenever that might be, whoever that might be. I have a, fr- a few friends of mine in mind that I would love to have on this podcast where we can just talk and like um it's just like a lot more fun having somebody with you I personally love listening to the type of podcast where you just feel like a fly on the wall and you're just like listening to people having conversation um so we're definitely gonna make that Gracie just got in here Anyway, let's get back to what I was trying to say. Also, I just feel like this is going to be a really great way to showcase you guys like how insane my brain is like when it comes to my ADD and just like not being able to stay on one topic, you will fully sense it. So I'm hoping I'm good at this podcast thing and it's not super confusing and you guys are just like, what are we talking about anymore? Getting back to introducing myself, some things about me and like how I became um, relevant on the internet. Well, I am from upstate New York. I'm from Rochester, New York. That's where I was born and raised. And I pretty much my whole life never really knew what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I felt like it was very common for all of my friends and everybody in high school to know exactly what they wanted to do with their life. Meanwhile, I had no idea, like seriously, so clueless. I think the biggest thing for me that's always been a struggle of mine is I've always had so many different interests and I've always had so many things that I've been passionate about that growing up I felt like it was always embedded in our brains that we were supposed to just pick one thing and run with it for the rest of our lives which I fully don't believe in anymore as an adult I think that it is so normal to have multiple seasons in your life multiple passions multiple things that make you happy and the whole mentality of having to just be stuck on one thing and just be really good at one thing I think is so dumb so um Yeah, I never, like, I went to community college and I kind of went for business at first, which really bored me and there was way too much math. I've never been good at math. I still count on my fingers as a grown 26-year-old woman. And then... I tried to change my major into fine arts because I knew I kind of had like this artsy fartsy side of me where I just really really love art like growing up I've just always loved painting and believe it or not ceramics like sculpting and just anything like drawing oil paints I just loved it all I loved being creative and I knew that I wanted to do something like that with my life but then again I'm like I'm not gonna be in the next Picasso like what am I supposed to do with this I'm gonna be like selling my paintings on the street I eventually dropped out of community college. I am a community college dropout. 
because I just felt like I was wasting a lot of my parents' money. Thank God I never committed to an actual university because I can only imagine their frustration with that type of money. Um, but yeah, I just, I felt like it was a waste of my time. It was a waste of my parents' money and investments. And they always believed in me and always encouraged me. But then also we definitely, I, like I remember having a conversation with them and sitting down and being like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm not passing hardly any of my classes. The only classes I'm passing are my actual art classes. And I just think I really need to take a step back from this and it doesn't mean that I'm not willing to go back to school one day I definitely still get those questions a lot where even you guys are like are you ever going to go back to college are you ever going to finish I literally have maybe like eight more credits eight to ten more credits that I need to finish my associate's degree with fine arts so like I could but um yeah I just it was really tough like growing up and not really knowing what I wanted to do so fast forward to where I began my social media journey. I remember sitting in the parking lot of my community college and making like anything that came to my brain. Okay, so I'm like filming these vines and I'm just speaking my truth, which is literally so stupid. Like I remember making this, if any of you guys remember this, I will die. Um, I made this one TikTok. TikTok. Oh my God, here I am. I made this one vine where I, I think I was talking about the security people that go around in the parking lot to make sure that you're, you actually have a parking pass and I'm like I said something where I was like well I, I have my pass so I'm gonna sit here and eat my french fries or something stupid like that it was like such stupid like 18 or 19 year old like content um but a few of my vines actually ended up going viral so that's kind of where I started my social media kind of career on accident almost I did not expect anyone to care about what I had to say I just I just needed an outlet somehow and Vine was my outlet to talk so yeah so I gained almost 200,000 followers on Vine which was insane to me like I was like wait what is this it and am I am I, am I famous now like <laughs> um so anyway as we all know Vine went away and it was bought out by like what Twitter who was Vine even bought out by I think that was the rumor which was so absurd. Can we talk about that for a second? Like, how did that happen to Vine? Because Vine at the time was like our TikTok now. Like, it was popping. Vine was everything. It was hilarious. Like, it was so heartbreaking to all of us. It wasn't even something where it was like a MySpace thing where people just kind of like stopped using it and then we all moved on to Facebook. Like, Vine was it. So I am still hurting from that and I am still in so much confusion. I have no closure. Why did that happen? If anyone knows, please tell me. So yeah, so then I don't know, like I just kind of, I obviously tried to keep up with my Instagram and my YouTube channel. I've always been making like YouTube videos and makeup tutorials on there for years, but I wasn't, I just wasn't getting the traction um, over the, over those years. So I fully was convinced that Vine was like the peak of my existence on the internet. And um, I was kind of back to square one where I was like, well, what do I do with my life? I guess I will work retail. So I worked at American Eagle for years. Um, I was actually really excited because I got a key holder position which meant I was like kind of a baby manager which I was like oh my god I'm going places in life like I am a key holder at American Eagle (laughs) but I was also simultaneously working for Mary Kay Cosmetics so um, I did feel like I still had a lot of independence in that because that is a business where you can make your own hours you can you know you just have a lot more flexibility in that so um yeah so I was also doing that and then I decided that I needed to expand further into my makeup artistry because I if you guys don't know this about me which I think a lot of you guys don't know um that I have been a freelancing makeup artist since I was 18 years old so ever since like 
I was out of high school, I have always had a love for makeup and I wanted to take it to the next level. So again, here I am like with multiple interests. I don't know what to do with my life, okay? I'm like, should I be a makeup artist? Should I be an internet person? Should I be the next Picasso and sell my paintings? Should I be a singer? Like I have so many different things that I just like really love to do. So I decided to start working at Sephora and I have nothing but amazing things to say about my life there. Like well, at the end of the day, it is retail and it's a pain in the ass and you have to work there on Thanksgiving night and Black Friday and like Christmas Eve or whatever. And it just stinks. Like it really sucks standing on your feet for that many hours. If you work retail, I am applauding you because I've pretty much had done it since I was 16 years old and it is not an easy job to have anything where you're like spending multiple hours on your feet. Um, even if you're a hairdresser or, you know, you work in healthcare, you guys are badasses because that stuff is exhausting just being awake and like having to stand for that many hours so with all that being said it had great perks like I I really loved the community that I had there um I loved everybody that I worked with it was just like a really really great time it was a great time in my life and you know I think a lot of my coworkers, if they were to hear me say this they'd be like you're insane for saying this like what are you talking about um it it had its moments of sucking but I do still kind of like fantasize about that part of my life and I love like I just loved being in with all the makeup I loved making women feel good about themselves and I think that that's something that I've always prioritized in my life is that I love making people feel good like I quite literally am coming to tears talking about it right now because it's just something that I've always wanted to bring to the world I just want to know that when I leave the earth that I've left an impact on just anyone and I made somebody else's life better in some way you know so my job working at Sephora even though it was in the mall even though it was retail even though it had its horrible moments of exhaustion and it tested my patience in a lot of ways I loved helping people and making them feel good and it was just it was just such a rewarding job so I will always be grateful for that job that I had I will always be grateful for the amount of just like education and experience and how much my makeup artistry just skyrocketed after working there like it was insane um to work there as a makeup artist you have to pretty much just do like a demo on someone and uh just show what you got you know so I did makeup on Mackie I, I love her to pieces um she is the person that I did makeup on she worked for in like the skincare section okay so I know nothing okay I know a lot of things about makeup and skincare at this point because of Mary Kay but I know nothing about the brands in Sephora like trust me I've been watching my girlies on YouTube I was watching my Jaclyn Hill I was watching like all the tutorials the Nikki tutorials all of them on YouTube but I so I've heard of these brands but I never actually got like hands-on experience with these brands so I'm like they're like okay you have 30 maybe an hour they'll give an hour um just get whatever you think and I'm like running around this store being like I don't know any of these brands I only know Mary Kay in my brand in my head right so the reason why Mary Kay was like the only thing in my life too was because my mom also did Mary Kay so I was like born and raised on Mary Kay I sold Mary Kay I loved Mary Kay I think it really gave me that base like knowledge of makeup and skincare but obviously I needed to know more but I didn't so I was not prepared for this moment am I allowed to say this it's my podcast I can say it I was literally shitting bricks I was literally sweating bullets I was so nervous I'm low-key looking at Mackie and I go what shade foundation do you wear in the Dior like I didn't know what I was talking about I did good enough for them to hire me so but it's crazy like I wish I could find that picture it's probably somewhere because I took a picture of her face I'm I was not bad at makeup okay I was actually very good but 
you could only imagine just after working in that atmosphere and working almost I worked a lot I worked like probably five to six days a week on sometimes I would go overtime so I was constantly doing makeup on all types of people all types of skin types all types of complexion shades all types of everything and it was honestly if you are an aspiring makeup artist this is my biggest biggest tip to you you can take as many classes as you want you can get as much education as you want there is nothing like getting that hands-on experience and you just got to get out there and you have to do makeup on all sorts of different people to really master it and really get good at doing makeup because surprisingly I never went to cosmetology school I never went to school for makeup I got a lot of education through Mary Kay and I got a lot of education through Sephora because you do go through some training before they just throw you out on the floor shade to Ulta because I know that Ulta kind of does that but yeah um there is nothing like getting hands-on experience and I know that that's probably like relevant to any profession is just you need to have that experience you just got to experience things you know you can study you can pass as many tests you can get as much education as you want but there's nothing like getting out there and like getting that hands-on experience yeah so I felt like I kind of got everything I needed from Sephora like if I were to go any higher in Sephora it would have been management which I knew I didn't want I, I saw what these managers went through I saw the crazy hours they worked and how they quite literally just lived at the store and I did not want that lifestyle for me as much as retail claims that they have like really great life work work life balance um no queen you don't have any work life balance if you work retail um like you just you don't have time for a life and if on your days off you actually want to hang out with people and see people then I commend you fully but after you're talking to people all day long in retail you don't want to have a so like you are like barricaded in your room like don't talk to me you know what I mean at least that's how I was so yeah so I gosh I basically was just like you know I'm terrified to make this decision and I just want you guys to know that I've loved my experience here but I think I need to pursue my freelancing full-time because a lot of what was such a conflict with my Sephora job and being able to do clients outside of Sephora was I needed to be at the mall every weekend and any freelancing opportunity was on the weekends like if there was a wedding or if there was a birthday or if there was a special occasion it usually was always on a weekend and so I was never actually able to prioritize my freelancing career which is what I really wanted to pursue so I had to kind of take that really scary leap of faith and say I'm gonna quit I'm gonna chase my dreams I'm going to become a freelancer but also in case it all fails can I please come back (laughs) And um, everyone there was so awesome. They were like, please know that there's always like an open door for you. If you need to come back, we would love to have you back because I also think that they were really bummed to see me go. I um, luckily was very successful in my freelancing career. And I do think that the biggest thing was social media for me. And I mean, like I had a makeup page for my Instagram and I posted clients on my makeup page when I worked at Sephora and I posted like friends of makeup that I just any opportunity I had to do makeup and to showcase it on the internet I did it because I don't care if you have a website I don't care if you sign up for these cheesy freaking wedding wires and all these other brands that you can am I legally allowed to say that I don't know I'm not shitting on them but nothing is more powerful than social media and word of mouth so that is really how I grew my clientele So after freelancing for a year almost independently, this is the only thing I'm living off of. And of course, I'm still dabbling with my, you know, my Instagram and my YouTube videos and all of that. But I'm not really making any income off of social media or anything where I could say I could go full time with it. After a year into that, that's when COVID hit. 
So um, obviously I'm not able to do people's makeup. And then I started an Etsy shop. <laughs> I just can't stop working. I need to live. And you know what? Again, I have so many different passions. I love being artistic. I love being creative. So I um, started a tie-dyeing and bleaching Etsy shop and you guys were dying over it. It was so much fun. I literally, I was so thrilled to see all the orders that were coming in and that was actually very successful too, but I put that on a halt once COVID kind of started to calm down and I was getting back into the bridal world and I was freelancing again and then my TikTok took off. And let me just tell you about how Allie got into TikTok, okay? Because I know that's all, what, what we're all here for. We didn't really care about all the makeup stuff, but that's okay. I was one of those I was one of those types of people that were like, I am not downloading TikTok. I am not going to get addicted to another social media app, okay? I already mindlessly scroll on things like Instagram and YouTube and Twitter that I don't need another one. Um, But again, like we're in COVID season. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to laugh. I need some enlightenment. It looks like there's some funny videos on on TikTok from what I'm seeing on Instagram anyway. So I might as well download it. So I download TikTok and I love it immediately. I'm just like, this is so fun. This is bringing me back to the Vine days, the community that I loved so much where everybody is just honest and themselves. And you know what's so great about TikTok, you guys? And it's not like Instagram, okay? Because Instagram has become such a platform where everything is so perfect. And I'm not an angel. I play into it too. You look at my Instagram and I'm like fucking my life is flawless on there. But then you go to my TikTok and you see me crying on my living room floor. You know, it's like the thing about TikTok that I love so much and I hope it never changes is that it is so raw and it is so authentic and it is people just living their actual normal lives. Like the way that people talk on TikTok and the way that they let you into like the raw, not so good looking kind of ugly parts of their lives is what I love about TikTok because There isn't this like mask of perfection and expectation when it comes to TikTok. Like we can all just be real and talk with each other and it's so cool. Like you literally feel like you're just like hanging out with your your friends, but it's the internet. It's so insane. So that's like my favorite thing about TikTok and that's why I love, I loved Vine so much too. And I think that, you know, obviously they're very similar in that way, but also there's just so much positivity and love and like you see these videos of people helping each other or like rescuing animals and it just, it just gives you hope that there is so much good in the world and not everything is always gloom and doom and negative and you know what I'm saying? Like you can't get that from watching the news. You can't really get that from being on Twitter. You see all of the like mind-blowing, air-gasping, oh my god, I can't believe that's happening to the world, I want to cry about it type stuff, you know? So at least the side of TikTok that I'm on, I am on the side of TikTok that I love, which is positivity and raw, real shit, you know? And I think that that's why you guys love coming to my TikTok platform for that reason too is that it's just I always want to keep it real with you guys I always want to keep it raw and authentic and just like this is life you know what I mean so yeah so I pretty much just had a thought on my head and a lot of you guys might know the TikTok that made me go viral for the very first time I'm talking about homewreckers and it is a little savage of me I don't know if Allie today would do that because I didn't think anyone was going to see it and I was just venting about something that had happened to me years and years and years and years and years ago but yeah girly it went viral and a lot of y'all a lot of y'all had stuff to say and there were a lot of people arguing in the comments but there were a lot of people that were like thank you for saying this because I thought that I was the problem or I thought that I xyz you know what I mean and 
again, I can't say it enough, but as long as I can make people feel seen, if that means sharing experiences that I've been through to help people feel seen that I'm going to do it and honestly it's just as it's just as rewarding for me too because it's not only me being you know um vulnerable on the internet and obviously that's not always easy but seeing that you guys relate to these things and even just seeing comments of being like, I'm so happy you said this, like this made me feel so seen. It makes me feel so seen too. You know what I'm saying? Like it is just as beneficial for me to know that I am not the only one that feels this way as well. So like I just want you guys to know how much I just absolutely freaking adore and love you guys. And I'm just so grateful to have this community where we can all just like really relate, you know, probably after about three months of joining TikTok is when my TikTok started to go viral. And I can't tell you how great it felt for me knowing that Vine was not the peak of my existence on social media. You know what I mean? Because it had been so many years since then and I hadn't gotten any type of traction on any of my other platforms. Um, and I was like, well, okay, I guess that was it, you know? So it's been insane. It's been quite the eye-opener for me. And in a lot of times, I'm still in denial about it. I don't believe that there are actually 1.4 million people following me on a platform. That to me is... Like, I don't even want to think about it. It's crazy sometimes. I'm like, how did this many people actually care about what I have to say? So um, just know if you're going to take anything from this story is that you don't always have to know what you're doing with your life. And in a lot of ways, I still don't really know what I'm doing with my life, but I am just going down the path that I believe I'm supposed to be going on. And I am just running with it, sis, right? Like, I am just going with the things that I know that make me happy and when you think that maybe that like it's it for you and, and maybe a chapter of your, of your life is done... In a lot of ways, that chapter could be over, but that means that an even bigger chapter is supposed to come. And for me, it was TikTok. And if I had given up on that and I never downloaded TikTok and I never thought that people would actually ever care about what I had to say again, I may have never known that. And I could have quite literally gone the rest of my life thinking that Vine was just it for me. So um, yeah, really, really big learning lessons in that. And I am so grateful that I, you know, kept my faith and in myself and just kept doing what I knew made me happy, you know? Okay, so enough about me. I've literally spent like 25 minutes talking about myself right now. Um, but yeah, so I want to kind of set the stage now, okay? Now that we are coming to the conclusion of episode one here, I want to move on with the next episodes just talking about what are you guys going through? What are certain situations you want to talk about? Or if there are just topics of things that you want advice on, or we can just all, I want, I want Girly Popcast to feel like we are all sitting in my living room enjoying a glass of wine together in our freaking jammies with eye patches on and face masks on and we have the office on or whatever your favorite show is new girl something that makes you laugh and I just want to feel like we're just all hanging out and talking about life I just want it to be a safe place I want it to be a safe space for you guys where we can just talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about so moving forward I do have an email address it is girlypopcast at aliyost.com and I want you guys to submit whatever it is that you want to talk about maybe it's not even something you're going through maybe a friend of yours is going through something and you're trying to support her in a way and you need help with that or whatever I really just want it to be I want it to be like my TikTok but I want to be able to like dive deeper into situations and just talk about it in a very you know like positive way um so yeah so 
I think just from now on, I really want to set the stage that we are just going to be girlies. We're going to be besties. We're just going to be talking about life and whether it's you're driving home from work or you're waking up in the morning and you're doing your makeup and you want to listen to my podcast as like a nice, that's why I wanted to do this on Mondays. I was like, wait, we, we, we want to start our week like this. You know what I mean? Like I want to start our weeks with that girly pop energy, that positivity, you know, that like light at the end of the tunnel. You got this is there's so much hope. That's, that's how I wanted to start the week. So I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here and for joining in for episode one of Girly Popcast. There are so many more to come. I can't wait to see what the topics are that we just dive into. And please make sure to follow my Instagram account for my podcast. It's Girly Popcast. And again, I can't thank you guys enough for just always supporting me and being here and I so wish that I could just hug each and every one of you guys. Just know how much you mean to me. And thank you guys so much for just allowing an opportunity like this to happen. I don't think, again, if if I were to have the following on TikTok that I have, I would never consider having something like this, like a podcast. So what is it? What is it for podcasts? Do we subscribe? Please subscribe to my podcast. Please sign up for notifications. I'm new here, okay? All right, I love you, girly pop. Have the best day ever and make the yost of it today, okay? I'll see you next time. Bye.